What's up? What's up, everybody? We back up in here. Hella flagrant, the podcast. It's your main man, Hella flagrant. DM. I'm in here with my brother Sean B. Flagrant. We're not even gonna mess around. We're gonna get right to it. March Madness. We in the thick of it. The Final Four. Everybody's brackets a mess. I don't care what anybody has to say. Nobody had UCLA in the Final Four or any of these other upsets. Shawnee B. What's your bracket looking like, man? What's what's going on over there? Oh man, man, destroy, destroy. <laughs> I already I can't know. Even say, look. Other than Gonzaga, I didn't really have anybody in there. Michigan pulled through. Um, did they? No, I'm UCLA sure. took over to beat Michigan. Okay. No, I had Michigan. Michigan. That's yeah, I had. no. I had Michigan. <laughs> UCLA pulled through, beat Michigan. Um, obviously, Gonzaga destroyed USC. That wasn't even close. Um, and then we had Baylor capping it off. And who was that other team that's, that's going there? Uh, Houston. Shoot. Oh yeah, I didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you don't know, watch enough, enough University of Houston basketball. Come on, man. Uh, no, dis- no disrespect to Texas and the good people of Houston, but I swear, like, I had y'all people going out in the second round, man. Like, uh, for real, I'm nah, sorry. They score a lot of points. They score a lot of points. I know that much. Um, which seems to be the thing this year. Obviously, um, you know Gonzaga. Scored a lot of points on USC, and somebody lost one point one million dollars. Like, how you first you bet half a million dollars that USC is gonna, you know, what I'm saying, cover the plus eight. But halfway through the game, you're like, mm, maybe I'm gonna hedge my bet by saying they're gonna win the second half against the team that Man. scores the most points in college basketball. Like, come on. The cold part about it is all they had to do, USC, was pull it within 18 points. 18! <laughs> Just for him to win that, to, to get his money back from that, you know, that second half bet. And, of course, without a fail, bad beat, 19. 19. Mm, 19. That's why they call him bad beats, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, by all, I, everything he thought as a gambler, he probably should have won his money, but... You know, things yeah, happen, real. you know, and we know we've we've been there. <laughs> we've been not, not there. I don't have a million. I don't have one point one million <laughs> to lose on anything. So right. yeah, I have been that far. But, you know, we've been there as better. But looking at the final four, who do you think um, has the best chance? What two teams do you think have the best chance to get to the championship and what team is going to take it? Well, I mean, right now, after seeing these games, I mean, all throughout the tournament, Gonzaga has been the only one that's been steady. I mean, Baylor has to a little bit to, to, you know, but the way Gonzaga beats people up, it's not even close. Like, I don't think they've had any games within 20 points so far. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, of course, with their center, I think his last name is Timmy, something like that to do with the smooth uh, yeah. mustache. Um, and then Suggs, Jalen Suggs also with them. Um, and they're, they're small four. I forgot the guy's name. Some of the K, but. I just – I don't think that they're going to get beaten at all. But I think they're going to want to play in Baylor. I don't – I don't know about Houston. I'm sorry. Like, I just talked about it earlier, but I'm I'm sorry. I don't know about Houston. I think they might have to go home. So, I've got Baylor and Gonzaga at the end and Gonzaga pulling out. Yeah, I, I've, I've got I've got a, a, a Baylor upset, actually. I've got Ooh. Baylor and Gonzaga in the end, and I've, I've got a Baylor upset. Um because, you know, and, and me, I just I, – I play the percentages and the thought that, that Gonzaga can have an undefeated season all the way to the championship somewhere right. to me just feels like a slip-up may happen. I don't know. I could be wrong. And, you know, they, they go ahead and dominate and, you know, win this thing out. 
Um, but I think if any team has the chance, I think Baylor is the one. Um, so I got a bracket that says Baylor. Um, and so you and I, I guess, you know, maybe going head to head. We got they obviously have to win their you know final four games um to move yeah. on to the championship. So Baylor's gotta be Houston. And then this UCLA team that's on fire, maybe they'll give Gonzaga some push. However, I don't think UCLA scored more than like 78 points or something like that. This whole tournament yeah. and Gonzaga is averaging like 88. So I don't know yeah, where you can find those say, points. <laughs> I don't know UCLA's, where you can find them. Yeah, UCLA's been doing everything off the of defense. And I mean, they've been great um, up until this point, but Gonzaga can score way too many ways. I mean, inside, outside, fast break. I mean, the way they pass the ball is like an NBA franchise. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't know. I don't see it. I mean, maybe we'll see about Baylor and, and, uh, and Gonzaga and the thing, and maybe you might pull out, but I, I just don't see the boys getting beaten, man. Well, you know, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing, you know, how it goes down. The championship game airs April 5th. Um, and so we'll see who be, who's in it, who will win, and who will pull out, you know, all these bracket challenges on April 5th. Um, moving out of the, the March Madness and into the National Flagrant League, the NFL draft is coming up, and um, your team and my team desperately need some help. Um, so... Let's talk about some things that are going to happen um, on each one of our teams. Uh, what do you think the Raiders are going to do in terms of moving around for the draft or what kind of picks do you think they're going to make uh, in the draft? Not good ones. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Uh, what would make look, you say that, Sean? <laughs> uh, because every year that we don't <laughs> – look, I'm just going to be honest. This is my team. I love them, but they don't do right. Um <laughs> I think, I mean, they need a defensive player. Obviously, bad. They need another pass rush. Uh, Max Crosby cannot do it by himself. I'm sorry. Uh, Cleveland Farrell is getting better, but he's still not there. You need somebody else in the middle. Um, also, very much so, we need a linebacker. And we refuse to get one. I don't know why. This year would be the best year for it. There's Michael Persons, um, who is elite linebacker. Now, I'm sure he'll be there around 17, which that's when the Raiders pick. Um, just because there's going to be so many quarterbacks going to be picked towards the top that I feel like a lot of good defensive players will slide just because I feel like in today's game, everybody goes for offense. Mm. Unfortunately, that's what the Raiders do all the time. That's why we don't have anybody to play defense. So, like I said, I pray, 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 pray that they go for defense, but – I wouldn't be surprised if somehow we wanted another receiver. Which, to be honest. well, you know, we need one. So if y'all would gladly pass up on, on some extras, the 49ers, we need receiving. Um, you know, and, and they've already made it clear, for those of you who uh, don't stay up on the news, the 49ers have made it clear that they are going to select a quarterback. They, you know, moved up in the draft to go ahead and do that. Um, my guess is probably uh, Justin Fields. Um, you know, obviously there, there's the Mac Jones. Trevor Lawrence is going to get picked first, second. Um, yeah, so um, he's obviously going to be off the table. But um, the 49ers, again, are making it clear that they're picking a quarterback. I do believe we do need another receiver, at least one, if not two more. Um, we still need at least one or two more uh, defensive backs. Um, our safety core is still rusty. It's, it's, 
Well, Rusty was nice. I don't even want to. <laughs> it was depleted last year. It was bad. We didn't have anybody back there. Nobody in the secondary was doing anything. Old man Sherman, yeah. bro, I love you, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, you can't – you're not a shutdown corner that you once were um, when you played against us, which I'm still sour about, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I think the 49ers shored up a lot of key positions, um, re-signing, you know, a lot of key players like we talked about in last episode. So, um, obviously, like I said, the, the quarterback position is something that we have to get solid. Jimmy G is – Injury prone. There's even been some talk that the Patriots might be interested in having Jimmy G over there in New England, which yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to personally. Um, he hasn't been the greatest quarterback for us. He's been okay at times, at best. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'd be all right seeing a new uh, face at the helm of the quarterback spot for the 49ers. Um, but other than yeah. that, you know, we'll see. We'll see what we do in the later rounds. Yeah, I mean, you'll definitely see a different uh, quarterback, that's for sure. Um, will he start week one? Now that's up in the air. Uh, it'll be interesting because Kyle Shanahan always – everybody talks about him being the uh, quarterback whisperer and guru or whatever you want to call it. It'll be interesting because now he actually gets to draft who he wants mm-hmm. as opposed to getting somebody like – even though Jimmy J was traded over, it wasn't somebody that he groomed up and made, you know, kind of in his in his own image or the way that he wants him. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what Kyle Shanahan and who he picks, whether it be uh, Mac Jones, Tre- uh, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, who I I would hope like you know, that they pick, or even Zach Wilson if for some reason he falls. But 49ers don't 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 expect Trevor Lawrence because he's gone. He's gonna be gone for the first pick. So yeah. But um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, there's some other, you know, interesting things coming on around the NFL draft. We'll probably have at least one or two more episodes uh, before then where we'll get deeper into draft and maybe even do a mock draft. Um, who we think is going to land where uh, based on, you know, the top 10 teams and things like that. So make sure you guys stay tuned uh, for all of our NFL draft news and moves as they go along. Um, getting out of that, still staying in the NFL. Obviously, a story that is a continuing saga um, and is all the drama of daytime soap opera, Mr. Deshaun Watson and um, his now, what are we at, 21? I think there's 21 accusers um, who are attempting to come forward um, in regards to sexual assault charges against Deshaun Watson. Um, One of the issues that a lot of people are having with this whole uh, situation is that there has been no evidence brought forward. Now, the attorney in the case that is representing these women um, has recently made it public that one of the reasons that he has not presented evidence is because he feels like there's some corruption, collusion, conspiracy going on with uh, the Houston, Texas police department, the Houston, Texas football organization, and even possibly Deshaun Watson. And he feels like there will be a cover-up if he introduces his evidence. And so a lot of people are like, nah, you don't even have evidence. You're just saying that um, to try to delay, to try to create or get some evidence. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. It's a mess. I don't really want to have an opinion about it. Um, But I just, you know, we're the flagrant file, so we have to address it. Yeah, I mean, look, I hope Deshaun Watson is cleared of everything and that this is – false accusation um, and something just to, to tarnish his, his reputation and everything like that. But I'm just going to be 100% honest. 
a lot of stuff is going on that I wouldn't really or suspect from a NFL starting quarterback. Right. Um, <clears throat> quarterback is the person that leads the team. That's pretty much the direction. Everybody knows who Tom Brady is, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, um, and so on and so on. Whoever, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo. We, I mean, these guys are the faces of the franchise. Deshaun Watson is that. Um a lot of situations where he's getting all these massage therapists and people to work for him. If you're up to 21 now, there's a problem somewhere. And I'm not saying that Deshaun Watson is doing what he's doing. I don't know. But the communication, something's going on. You're not doing things the correct way, I would think. Yeah. In terms of handling situations. Personally, this is me personally. Yeah. On Deshaun Watson's side, his lawyer is claiming that there's 18 women that have evidence that say Deshaun Watson has been a stand-up guy and a stand-up, you know, person to them working or whatever. Now, this is the problem with them. <laughs> That's 39. Thank you. Thank you. 18 plus 21 equals 39. I'm glad we passed math together in middle school. I'm really, really glad we did that. <laughs> Why do you have 39 different women on you? Um, you are Deshaun Watson. You will get in trouble if things go right. And I'm sure the Texans, with you being their prized, you know, quarterback the, the 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 person that makes the franchise go if you needed a personal assistant massage person trainer they could find you one one easily Maybe one two two i mean if, if we were at five or five to ten it would be weird but i could still be like okay oh man no 39 and that's 39 people identified, you know what I'm saying? Either on the positive right. or on the negative side. These are the people that are willing to come forward. So that means that, you know, somewhere down the line, there's probably that many more. <laughs> so an additional 39 uh, right. that didn't come forward in any way, shape, or form. Um, and Deshaun Watson, you, you, you've been in Houston, what, three seasons, four seasons? Three, yeah. Uh, well, it should be a fourth or fourth or fifth yeah um and you know given i you know maybe he does live there all year i feel like some players don't live in the city they're playing all year um but let's say you're there i don't know nine months out of the year four seasons 36 months we had 39 right. women right yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to make any sort of sense of any of this. I'm just trying to, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to do. All here. Maybe I, I'm all, just trying to make I, it. But all I'm know. saying is, if you didn't want anything to maybe be thought of, maybe just lessen up the number. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, even if you didn't, even, yeah, even if you didn't do less. anything wrong with any of them, even if you're not right. the sexual accuser that some of them say you may be, the, the fact that the number is so big makes it so interesting, I guess. Um, I mean, it's just if there is a person that has 
close to $250 million in just their name alone. The chances of 39 people coming along and being genuine to that person that has $250 million is not as good as if you cut that in half or even into a third. Most of the time, people that don't have opportunities can seek opportunities if they're around somebody with that much money, especially if it's 39 different times. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to leave it at that. That's as far as I'm going with this story for today because um, that's it and that's all. That's all we need to talk about uh, Deshaun Watson for now until there's more evidence, until we kind of, you know, have somewhere to really go in the direction to go with the story. Um, you know, again, we don't want to speculate. All we can do is report on the things that come out as they come out and, you know, people's reaction to them. So um, moving along, speaking about people's reactions um, and inappropriateness, uh, we got Kevin Durant going at Michael Rappaport on Twitter. Now, um, hold on, you guys. I'm, I'm sitting here making sure that you guys can understand what's happening. So, Katie, Michael Rappaport, um, for those of you guys who, who don't know, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Kevin Durant uh, got into a heated Twitter battle with Michael Rappaport. Uh, Michael Rappaport is... Uh, comedian slash political activist slash guy who talks a lot of crap on the internet. Um, supposed to be very liberal, down with the people type, white guy, whatever. Um, I don't have any problem with him personally. But apparently Kevin Durant does. Um, and I'm going to let you get into it, how it started. I, I know how it rolled out, but I don't know exactly where this argument started. Okay, so, I mean, Kevin Durant obviously spent a lot of time in the Bay Area um, with the Warriors. Michael Rappaport, even though he is from New York, is actually a pretty big Warrior fan. Um, He goes to a lot of games, and KD and him actually became cool probably somewhere around then. Maybe before that, but, I mean, I know he used to come to a lot of Warriors games when uh, when Kevin Durant was here. Um, Anyway, this all started from the first game of the season – Actually, it was a Brooklyn Nets game versus the Warriors. And after the game, the the Nets beat the Warriors. And after the game, KD did an interview on TNT. And Charles Barkley asked a pretty lengthy to-the-point question. And because KD is kind of not – he's not really cool with Charles Barkley. He, you know, kind of has an attitude towards him. So – he answers the question by saying no or yeah. I forgot which answer it was, but he basically he said one word. He said yes or no. Mm-hmm. And that's it. After, after Charles asked him this whole lengthy question, he just responded like that. Michael Rappaport then um, sent him a message basically saying like, just answer the question and stop, you know, acting soft in some, some kind of words. Um, but they direct all this was on direct message. Now, what I didn't know was that when Michael Rappaport put this message out on Twitter, that this was a DM and Kevin Durant and him went back and forth. And Kevin obviously said a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, and you could hold, talk about hold, 
whole lot of um, expletives that uh, maybe in our first season we might have said on this show. We're not going to say them on this show anymore. Mm, I don't know. It's a flagrant foul. Maybe we should say them. Um, not yeah. all of them. Some of the stuff was a little bit too much for me. I had to step back <laughs> and say, okay. <laughs> um, but in, in so many words, basically, they they – um, it, it, it was Kevin Durant, uh, pretty much came at Michael Rappaport pretty hard in the DMs, um, calling him a sea sucker and I'm going to F you up and all this pretty much, basically he even gave talking him an about address. His wife. Yeah. Talking, talking about, about his wife, uh, um, you know, gave him an address, told me to meet me, you know what I'm saying? If you want to meet up and we can handle it and all this other kind of tough stuff that we know Kevin Durant is really not going to do. Um, and it sounds tough. Here's the thing, right? So the words as you read them, obviously they're harsh. They sound harsh. They come across harsh. Um, But I'm pretty sure in Kevin Durant's mind, speaking one guy to another guy, they probably have spoken like this to one another before. And I don't think Kevin Durant felt like Michael Rappaport was going to be the type to screenshot and put this stuff up. And I don't know what which word I'm gonna guess probably when you cross the line talk about man's wife um, probably got you to want to go ahead and put that out there, Michael Rappaport. But I'm gonna you know guess that these are types of conversations that him and Kevin have had before, where they have cursed each other in this manner. Um, Obviously, where it looks bad is Kevin Durant is notorious for cursing people out on Twitter, whether it be from his own account or a burner. and Kevin Durant constantly gets in these same kind of little battles on social media. So that's where it looks bad. It's like, bro, why do you always feel the need to reply? Why do you always feel the need to say something in a text form that can be put back out there? Like at some point you have to look at yourself and be like, bro, I'm just not going to say nothing. Like I don't have to respond to every single person on Twitter that says something negative to me. I really, really don't because it always ends bad for you. There's never been a good time where Katie's got into it with somebody on Twitter and it, it's in well for Katie ever, like ever. So I don't, I don't understand why he still does it. I don't understand why you're making bodily harm threats to Michael Rappaport because you're not going to fight him. So stop that. And come on, bro. Like, I, yeah, that's, that's my whole thing on it. I actually think like the more and more I, I read it, and even though it's disgusting and filthy and some of the stuff that he said, you're right. They they do talk like that. And I feel like even in this situation, like I think that a lot of times when, you know, friends will talk, like it might be something like they might be going back and forth and they might be not really serious. Like they might be mad about it, but he probably I think what happened was Kevin was trying to not really get outside of being like cool with Michael Rappaport, but just basically saying, don't talk to me like that. Even though they're, they're partners, like basically like, you know, jokingly, but kind of in this, in a serious way. I think Michael Rappaport just didn't find it funny that day. You know what I, I'm saying? Yeah. And because the reason why I'm saying that is because we all know Kevin, Durant for, you know, everything that he does in the media and and how he lets things get to him and bother him and everything like that. So if you took that just part out, knowing that Kevin Durant is friends with Michael Rappaport, or was at least before this, and this was over just him saying something on TV about him not answering the question, and then he went to this extreme, that just sounds like somebody, like, trying to punk somebody else, but 
he's not he knows he's not gonna do anything and he thinks that Michael Rappaport knows he's not gonna do anything. He's just basically yeah. trying to be like basically yeah. don't tell me what to do. You know what I'm saying? But the yeah. reason why it's bad is because of KD's prior history and everything that he, you know. And that's the problem, is just like, you know, I, I get what he was trying to do, but next time pick up the phone and say it because you're always exactly. in trouble via text. Like you're always in trouble via text. So if that's what you wanted to say, just pick up the phone and say it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, don't do it in the text no more because just assume everybody. And, and he's probably, and again, the reason why he did, like I said, they probably have talked like that in DMs before. Um, right. And so he's probably like, you know, Michael Rapport is not going to screenshot this and put it out. We didn't talk about it like this before. Well, just assume everybody might at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't take it for granted and just say that, oh, nobody just assume everybody will and don't do it. Like, don't. That's that's the that's that's it right there. That's the part that Kevin Durant hasn't figured out yet. He doesn't. He still thinks that he can say what he wants to, and thinks that people won't misconstrue it and put it in a way that they want it to be heard. Right. Like he's never he's never been able to figure that out. Like even when he does interviews, it's not it's anything with the media. Like he'll say something thinking that it's just him saying it, not thinking somebody will use it and run with it in a different way. And like he's never been able to to get that out of his head. Yeah, no, and that's I mean that's the problem with text. Like every anybody can interpret reading something in their own mind, and depending on who you are, your value, whatever. If you read those words, reading them, how you internalize them, you can make it ten times worse than the intention. If uh, and again, like and I mean it's less common for somebody to record you. Can call, just pick up the call, call them, curse them out on the phone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't exactly. I don't know, but. In today's day and age, too many people don't forget that the camera, microphone, whatever is always on. Someone's always, always. listening, watching. Uh, the eye is not in the sky. It's, it's right here. Like, that thing is on you. <laughs> like, they are on you. So, KD, cut it out, bro. You know nah. what I'm saying? You just saw what happened to Myers Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Come on, man. Like, let's, let's... On a video game, though. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's playing a video game. Come on, and man. Easily, Come on. Like, stop putting it down <laughs> in, in anything on the internet so that people can read. And fix your body language, too, man. Like, that's, <laughs> that'd be the <laughs> Like, you slouching with your hand on your Like, that's going to make people think you're in a bad mood. Like, you can't sit there and be like, I'm happy. This is a great team. Like, when he was talking about the Warriors, like, oh, we won the championship with your face in your hand. Like, it's too tough for no reason. Why is everybody so hard these days? What happened to being cool? Yeah. Like, you know really? what I'm saying? I remember being cool. Cool was cool. Enjoy yourself. Right. Enjoy yourself. Live life, man. Too much Smile. going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But on that note, um, you know, we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, check y'all on the next one. Obviously, by the time we circle back, the NCAA finals will have happened, so we'll know who won that. We'll be a lot closer to the draft. We'll be a lot deeper in the NBA season. Um, so there's a lot more stuff. Baseball just kicked off today. Shout out to the A's. Today's opening day. Uh, let's lock in for another mediocre, disappointing season um, because that's just what we do as a team. Um, maybe this will be a Giants year. It's an off year. It's an odd year. So maybe this will be a Giants year. Um, whatever. Go for the A's. <laughs> Sign Matt Chapman. <laughs> pay him money. <laughs> Actual dollars. Do not right. pay him in tickets for his family to come to the game. 
Like, give him money. Oh, man. But, yeah, on that note, like I said, we're going to get up out of here. Baseball season is going to kick off. Um, we're going to watch these college games and see who wins the national championship in the NCAA. Uh, men and women. We're going to take out the women's side, too. You know what I'm saying? Check everybody so out. So, Hello Flagler, the podcast. Make sure you tap in, tune in. We're on every streaming platform. Um, so, that doesn't leave anybody out. That's all of them. Check us out. Um, and make sure you check out theflagerfile.com. Yep, you said it best, man. We do it for y'all. Just keep tuning in, keep watching. Hell of Flagger gear coming soon, man. For sure, for sure. And on that note, yeah. Peace. Uh, stop.